Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 16. The contemplative Sunday school class started using the Psalms last year to teach us to pray. Reflect for yourself what is your intention for participating today. If you have a candle, light it as a visual reminder of God's presence. We will use hymn 544 for our centering time today. The commentary under the hymn says that this Thais refrain is a reminder to be grateful for what we cannot comprehend, trusting that God's providence will show us the path of life. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Take a few deep breaths and relax into the present moment. As you listen to the hymn, focus your attention on your breathing, or move your hands to the song's repeating line. Open your palms up on Bless the Lord, and bring your hands to your heart during My Soul, as a way to let your awareness move from your mind to your heart, which is the place the Spirit dwells. Bless the Lord, my soul. opening prayer incorporates Beth Merrill Neal's words used in the call to worship last Sunday. Dear Divine Creator, you created us to see light, hope, and joy, to live fully with our heart, soul, mind, and body, to share blessings and fears, to bring faith and doubt. With all that we are and all that we have, let us worship you, God. Amen. Psalm 16 is a song of trust, an act of personal faith in God's power to save. In the book, Healing Soul, Healing a Body, it suggests as you listen to the psalm, try to find a hook, one idea or image that speaks to you or interests you in some way. 
In the silence after the reading from the NRSV, try to understand what precedes that idea or image in the psalm and what follows it. Remembering the psalms are poems of paradox that teach us to acknowledge and balance a life lived with pain, fear, and loneliness alongside hope, peace, and assurance of God. Psalm 16, Song of Trust and Security in God. Protect me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the holy ones in the land, they are the noble in whom is all my delight. Those who choose another God multiply their sorrows. They drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their name upon my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a godly heritage. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel, and the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol or let the faithful one see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Walter Brugman, in his book, Praying the Psalms, talks about the parts of the psalm that are easy to gloss over, the dark, discouraging, deathly image of pit and shoal. But he notes that if you stay with the image, you can speak not only in the midst of trouble, but also after the trouble, in a mood of joy, which is how the references to dark images is used in this psalm. Brugman describes the psalm as a prayer of thanksgiving which sings of reorientation. After Stephen Mitchell's interpretive translation from his book titled A Book of Psalms, rest in the silence and perhaps let this prayer of reorientation be your prayer, even if you are still in a place of disorientation. Unnameable God, I feel you with me at every moment. You are my food, my drink, my sunlight, the air I breathe. You are the ground I have built on and the beauty that rejoices my heart. I give thanks to you at all times for lifting me from my confusion, for teaching me in the dark and showing me the path of life. I have come to the center of the universe. I rest in your perfect love. In your presence, there is fullness of joy and blessedness forever and ever.
Another way to move to reorientation is provided by Rabbi Wilshler in his commentary on Psalm 16 in the book Healing of Soul, Healing of Body. He says, to the extent I have control over my thoughts, let me picture them this way, as a new and beautiful beginning. There are limited ways to respond to pain. Like a scratch in a precious jewel, I might be tempted to see it as my ruination. But I can also try to artistically create a rose from it, which will make the jewel more valuable, more mine, invested with the totality of my life, the unique wholeness which is my inheritance. In the silence, after the reading from Nan Merrill's Contemplative Interpretation, listen for God to speak before answering. Psalm 16 Remain ever before me, O living presence, for in you I am safe. You are my beloved, and you and through you I can do all things. I look to those who are at one with you and learn from them of your ways. My delight increases each time I sense your presence within me. Songs of praise well up from my heart. Love is my chosen food, my cup holding me in its power. Where I've come from, wherever I shall go, love is my birthright, my true estate. I bless the counselor who guides my way, and the night also does my heart instruct me. I walk besides the spirit of truth. I celebrate the light. I bask in the oneness of all. Thus my heart is glad, and my soul rejoices. I shall not be afraid, nor fall into the pit of despair. For in love's presence I know fullness of you. You are my beloved, and in you will I live forever. Many versions of the psalm talk about how the conscious afflicts the psalmist. Robert Alter, in his commentary of the psalm, notes that when he uses the term conscience, the Hebrew says kidney, thought to be the seat of consciousness. Alter says it's not clear how people of the ancient Near East arrived at the description of sundry functions of the various internal organs. Another phrase in the psalm is translated, My mind is happy and also my heart rejoices. And Alter says some ancient manuscripts use liver in place of mind or heart. As you listen to Alter's translation, pay attention to the body imagery in the psalm, and perhaps in the silence afterwards, reflect on what your prayer would be if you referenced and used heart, mind, and body in your prayers. Psalm 16 Guard me, O God, for I shelter in you. I said to the Lord, My master you are, my good is only through you. As to the holy ones in the land and the mighty who were all my desire, let their sorrows abound, 
another did they betroth. I will not pour their libations of blood. I will not bear their names on my lips. The Lord is my portion and lot. It is you who sustains my fate. An inheritance fell to me with delight. My estate, too, is lovely to me. I shall bless the Lord who gave me counsel through the nights that conscience would lash me. I set the Lord always before me on my right hand that I do not stumble. So my heart rejoices and my pulse beats with joy. My whole body abides secure. For you will not forsake my life to show. You will not let your faithful one see the pit. Make me know the path of life. Joy overflows in your presence. Delights in your right hand forever. The next reading will focus on verse 8. The poet considered the wording of the verse carefully. I set the Lord before me always. He did not place himself before God, but place God before himself. The timing of the action is not once a week, once a day, it's continual. This verse is used as a Hebrew mantra. You might write down the version of the verse that speaks deepest to your heart and keep it in your pocket as a reminder to use the mantra this week. Let the words unfold in their own way to you and in your own time as we repeat them before contemplating them in silence afterwards. I set the Lord before me always. I place the precious Lord before me always. I hold the divine creator before me always. I keep the Lord continually before me. I set Adonai before me always. I place the divine presence before me always. I hold the Lord before me always. I keep the Alpha and Omega always before me. I set the Beloved before me always. I place the Oneness of All before me always. I hold the unnameable God before me always. I keep the Lord always before me.
Hymn 834, Precious Lord, Take My Hand, is listed in the back of the hymnal under the scripture listing for verses 8 through 11. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a godly heritage. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel, and the nine also my heart instructs me. Keep the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, my soul rejoices, my body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol or let your faithful ones see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. First Presbyterian Church in Mesa, Arizona has a devotional on the hymn on YouTube that shares the story behind the hymn. As we use their devotional to end our time, rest in God's loving presence during the music and say your own prayer of thanksgiving for this time today before the closing prayer. Thomas A. Dorsey, the musician who wrote the hymn, was living in Chicago's Southside with his wife, who was in the last month of his pregnancy. She was pregnant with their first child, and he didn't want to leave her, but was the featured soloist at a large revival meeting in St. Louis. During the first night of the meeting, he got a telegraph on stage with a message that his wife had died giving birth. When he arrived home, the wonderful baby boy was seemingly fine, and yet that night he also died. Dorsey buried his wife and little son in the same casket. As you can imagine, he became very despondent and filled with grief. A few days later, he sat down at a piano and began to improvise on the keyboard. And as he played, he began to say, Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, help me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home.
Dear Lord, thank you for music and the words of the psalm and the hymn, which bring such peace. In our deepest grief, when we might feel farthest from you, may we know with assurance that you, God, are still with us. May we live for you joyfully. May we respond by saying, I set you, Lord, before me always. Amen.